yeah, I'm just glad you're here because listen, I've been admiring you for a while. So I'm gonna let you introduce yourself to the people. Um, okay, I'm Raven or Ray, and I just like to call myself a mental and emotional wellness advocate. Um, I'm a journaler, an avid journaler, um, a yoga teacher, um, and just an overall decent human being, I would like to say. I would definitely agree. Black on <laughs> to you guys. I'm going to send, um, well, I'm going to put in the description box everything that you are doing, which I'm very, very intrigued to find out how you got into, you know, yoga and journaling and how you decided to put those things together for the collective. Well, um, journaling, I've always journaled. Even when I was younger, I had a a diary. I was always Mm -hmm. writing down my ideas, writing down my thoughts, but it didn't it didn't become or I didn't recognize it as a tool of healing until I got a little older. Um, And I just started to, you know, just write down my experiences and reflect on my experiences and just use it as a way of expression. And when I started doing the journaling workshops, that was inspired because um, I I was talking to a friend and she was talking about all of her, um, she was talking about starting a business and she was talking about all of the things that she had done, but she was more focused on what she hadn't done. She was like, I got my DBA. I did this. I did that. But there's all these other things. And I'm like, well, what if, why don't we bask in the good stuff, you know, or why do we see the little steps as like not big accomplishments you know because there's a lot of people who don't have a dba or you know whatever the case whatever your whatever success looks like to you is unique to you and so why don't we celebrate that and so that's what inspired the positive self-talk um and using journaling as a way to um be kinder to ourselves you know still holding ourselves accountable still reflecting Mm -hmm. but doing it in a way where we're using more empowering language. Um, so that's where Positive Self Talk started. And I it, it really helped me to stay accountable in my journaling too, because there'll be some times, and still to this day, there'll be some times where it'll take me months to go back to my journal because, you know, writing it down makes it real. And sometimes you don't want to face things and all that, but that's the point of journaling, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's just always been um, a tool of healing for me. And then yoga, I started doing yoga probably in like 2015, 2016. I was always interested in it and I would do, I would take little classes in like college if they had them in the gym or something like that. And I was friends with someone who had gotten her certification back then um and I was taking her classes too and so I started doing that and it was always something that interested me because I did I don't like working out like I don't like the gym right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like I either it, I, I'm either in the gym and I don't know what I'm doing don't know what I'm working on or, and I can't imagine having a 
trainer. I don't know. Just being in the gym was just not, it just wasn't my thing. I tried it. It was my thing. And yoga was like, I still got a full body workout. Like I was still sweating and, you know, putting in work, but in a more, I felt not mindful, not more mindful because working out um, in the gym is mindful too, but it was just like a slower pace, like a more relaxed way to like still get a full body workout for me. Um, and it wasn't until I started going to big, um, big power yoga that to really like transform my life. It was a combination of um, me being at big and me attending the church that I go to, which is the Awakenings Movement, because a lot of them, a lot of the people in Awakenings Movement either practice at big or they teach at big. And um, they were, like, integrating some of the things that they learned from Big into, like, the messages that they would share on Sundays. So when I started going to Big, um, I started seeing yoga as more than just, more than just, um, like, working out, so to speak. You know, I started to see it as a way to, like, move energy through my body and to really, like, really take control of my healing um and hold me accountable you know like yoga is really all about breathing really it's really not about the poses it's about how you can basically stay calm in the midst of chaos like how how can you how can you stay calm when you're in that pose that's like probably really hurting you know so it started once I started going to big it was like it was like a whole new um, avenue for what yoga could do for me. And they have this 40 day program where um, it's just 40 days of yoga. Um, You meet, you go to a group meeting once a week and um, you have like these little journaling prompts in the meeting, which was right up my alley. Um, And it was just practicing basically six times a week, meeting up with people once a week. Um, and just like staying accountable, staying on top of your yoga practice. And once I did that, I was like, okay, this is, this, this yoga is like changing my life. You know, like it's, it's the one thing that I could go back to if I'm, if I'm nervous or worried or anxious or feel fearful, it really does help me to catch my breath. So after the 40 day program, I was like, okay. I feel I'm feeling called to be a yoga teacher. And so I did the yoga teacher training, which uh, also completely transformed my life, literally turned it upside down. And yeah, now I'm here. You know what? I I love that you're so expressive with everything because you just kind of asked a few other questions that I have for you. I'm just I'm gonna get into them anyway, but um I heard you talking about big and uh, you're making me miss Houston so much. Can you talk a little bit about um, big and where they are, what other programs that they offer really, really quick before we get into the questions that I have for you? Okay. Where are you? I'm in Dallas now. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's it's a little secret, but yeah, I'm in Dallas now. Got it. Okay. So um, big is they have Two locations in Houston, one location in Denver, and another location in another part of Colorado. So um, the one, the first location that I started practicing at is off of Allen Parkway. So like Montrose area. Um, 
And then the other one is off of I-10, like in the Memorial City area. But they that location is currently not open right now because of COVID and everything. Right. But, um, yeah, they, they offer... Um, a bunch, a bunch of things. Um, now they are a little pricey, <laughs> which is another blessing because when I started going to them, I went, I was going, I was able to get their new student um, deal, which was like $40 for a full month or something like that. Okay. Once that was up, I was like, okay, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm be able to keep this up. And I would go to other yoga studios and try to get in, but it was like nothing, nothing like big. And so um, by the grace of God, I was able to, it's good to know people, you know, Mm -hmm. because they were able to like speak on my behalf and I was able to get a membership um, at a price that I could afford. Um, And yeah, once you, once you have that membership, the 40 day program is free and they do it like every every quarter I feel or even more than that like I just finished my second one which was so challenging but anyway yeah they have the 40 day they have the yoga teacher training they have like handstand workshops they have um they have everything the owner her name is Nancy um and they're predominantly white I will say that it's not a black owned um it's not a black owned yoga studio but they are very, um, I, I feel like family. I feel like home when I go there. Like when they shut down, when all of this COVID stuff happened, I was devastated. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, anybody local to Houston, they have one in Montrose and they currently, the studio is open. They just, you know, have new, new limitations because of everything that's happening. But yeah, big problem. Free promotion for you, Big. You guys are changing lives, apparently. So, yes, if you're in the Houston area, definitely look them up. Um, So, I have a few questions for you centered around healing, since that's what sort of brought you into this field for you. So, the first question that I have for you is who inspires you the most, and what qualities do they possess that makes you inspired by them? Who inspires me the most? That's a really good question. And I don't think I've ever been asked that question. Um, Who inspires me the most? Or if there's something that inspires you. Yeah, uh, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with it. I think it's because, and you know what? I was just talking to my friend about this the other day, like learning how to, um, learning how to reel it in, so to speak. Like Mm -hmm. just because one person um, paid for my tea that one time in 2015. Right. Your whole life life story. Like, yes, because of them, I would have made it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I really have to like narrow it down. But without thinking too hard, the first person that comes to mind is my mom. And that's because um, she just has always believed in what I wanted to do. Always. She's always believed in what I wanted to do. It, everything that I've ever brought to her attention, she's always been 100% supportive. And then, you know, 
a lot of my inspiration also comes from um, the spiritual community that I'm in, which is the Awakenings Movement. Like, um, they really provided a safe space for me to even explore what journaling could look like. Like, they really opened up my um, creativity as far as journaling. You know, I always had ideas and I always had... um, visions of things mm-hmm. but I was I would always get overwhelmed at executing them right. and they are a community full of people who have executed their wildest dreams and and are um like successful like I don't know if you've heard of um Crumville Texas down here in Third Ward but that is owned by Ella Black owned um bakery and her her she makes stuffed cupcakes and cookies, vegan, gluten free, all that stuff, and they're so good, right in the heart of their award. And okay. it's it's people like her and a bunch of other people in that community that I'm like, wow, like here I am thinking that I have to follow this um traditional plan of like working at a nine to five job and you know that, that and then and then work on my creative things you know mm-hmm. and it's like no some of them were like no I'm finna hit the ground running like it was it was it was them, them that inspired me to like start using journaling as a tool like they they opened up their space for me to have one of my first journaling workshops and they just pour into me so much it, they are a big reason why I'm doing yoga now all of that so I would definitely say my mom and the Awakeness movement, especially. They really, I love them so much. Okay, cool. Another shout out. There you go. <laughs> um, so how is life calling you to action? Um, life is calling me to action by um, surrendering. Good um, one. I like that. Yeah, and it's doing that is so funny because it's like once you once you realize what it is you've been called to do like in life you'll realize that it's not just like oh I'm gonna live my life and this is what I've been called mm-hmm. to do like, your calling comes through how you're living your life and so I I always say that like the going through the yoga teacher training was really transformational for me because what I've been, one of my challenges lately has been um, my body. Like I've been feeling all types of sensations in my body, like aches and pains and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, what is going on? You know, like I know I'm getting older Mm -hmm. and I know things are changing and things are not the same. And it's like in the past, I would be able to just kind of like, oh, that's a little thing I feel I can get over it. But now it's like I'm more mindful and I'm and I'm trying to like do all these things. I'm trying to like go to the doctor. I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm trying to do X, you know, all these things, which are good things. But really what I need to do most importantly is to just like surrender is to just give it up, like do Mm -hmm. what you can and then let everything else do what it can, you know? Right. So that's, that's what it's called. Life is calling me to action by, by not doing the most, you know, not mm-hmm. feeling like I have to do so much to show up big. Like I don't, there's nothing extra that I need to do other than what I'm doing to be um, a valuable contribution to the world. 
So, yeah, surrendering has been like um, my life's message for the past three years, I feel. That's a very good segue into the next question I have, which is why does the world need the gifts that you bring? Um, well, to be plain, they need them because I have them. <laughs> there you go. See? That's just to be plain, you know, and that's not like uh, anything arrogant or cocky, but mm-hmm. I just really believe that God really does entrust us with, like, gifts mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. are responsible for executing, you know, like, we, it's our responsibility to to use our gifts up you know, until the very last drop. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like simply because the vision and the gift has been placed in me, um, that it's automatically something that the world needs. Right. I I love that. Yeah. But to go into more depth, though, we live in a a society that really doesn't um, remind the people of the power that they have. You know, they just Mm -hmm. want us to be um, robots. You know, yes. Mm-hmm. The kind of healing he, it's it's in the healing that you realize how much power you actually do have, and that's why there's so many things that you know hold us back. That's why we're all feeling fearful and anxious and all those things because those things are easy to control, are easy for easy to keep us in a place where we can be controlled. And right. so I feel like taking take it's it's in the simple things that you'll even find your healing like you don't have to have access to a five-day retreat (laughs) in (laughs) mexico you know although that would be nice but really what you can do to start is pick up your journal what you can do to start is meditate what you Mm -hmm. can start is do yoga it's in those little things like we always feel like we got to do these big grand things to declare our healing and the little stuff that we already have access to gets overlooked and then we start to feel like we can't do anything or we don't have any power we don't have anything but that's because we're not we're not being shown the power in what we have right in front of us you know so I feel like I'm here to just be a vessel to remind people of that there you go. Okay. You're making my job so much easier. <laughs> okay, so you talked about being transformed earlier. So I want you to think back to a time when you felt transformed and how did it change you? Um, uh, it changed me completely. I'm I'm probably always going to go back to the to the yoga teacher training because mm-hmm. especially now like I am coming up on my 30s which I definitely believe in um like Saturn returns and all that mm-hmm. stuff and rebirthing and I feel like I've been like shedding old skin for a really long time mm-hmm. and um, before I started, before I started the yoga teacher training, I had finally, finally, finally cut a cord with someone that I had been dating for forever. And at that point, Ooh, girl. Dating. yeah, at that point, mm. we weren't even dating. We were just still like still around each other, still we have that connection. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we were still doing whatever we were doing. And it was like the thing that 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 cut the cord was me having to be the bad guy, so to speak, you know? Sometimes that's okay. Sometimes it's okay. But, you know, I didn't know that, you know, Mm -hmm. because I was 
always in a place where I don't want people to be mad at me. I want people to like me and I don't want, you know, what I want to have control over my narrative. I want to be able to, you know, all those things. But it was like, you either are going to relinquish control or you're going to like be miserable with someone that you know is not. It's not for you. You know? So it was like, I got to do this. So I cut that cord and I literally cut the cord the day before um, the first day of the yoga teacher training. So I'm like all like sad and distraught and I'm like, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, how how am I going to be, how am I going to show up fully in this yoga teacher training that's going to require so much of my time when I'm devastated, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the first weekend of the yoga teacher training, the thing we talked about was integrity. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a telltale sign (laughs) that I did the right thing. And it's like now, though things may not be perfect, I do feel completely new. Like I have not, I have not talked to this person um, in months. I I have not talked to them since I cut the cord and um, I'm just starting to see things differently. I am. I'm more understanding, you know, I'm more Mm -hmm. patient, I'm more reflective, Um, I'm stronger, like I've never been, I've never been a physical athletic person at all. And yoga, I can I can do a headstand now. I never thought I'd be able to do that. (laughs) Like I never thought I had the physical strength to do that. And so it's like yeah, going through that yoga teacher training is like, wow, I'm I my body is strong. And so in in going through the changes that I'm going through, which may be like painful or achy or whatever, I'm still here and I'm still breathing. And so it's like, wow, I'm I don't know. It was like before not I wasn't I never treated my body terribly. Well I did in the past when I was <laughs> drinking all the damn time. But right. <laughs> but it's like now I don't know. I see my body in such a different light. My mindset too. And you know, I'm more I'm I'm more spiritual now. I um I meditate more. I'm now the girl that walks around with a bag of crystals in her purse and girl you too yes (laughs) yes yes i wave palo santo over my bath i take a bath almost every week like you know like sit in the bath you know so i would say that that is how i have transformed my mindset has completely transformed the thing it's almost like I don't want to say a reprogramming, but it's like the stuff that they used to say was magic when you were little. That is the real thing. And the mm-hmm. uh, the stuff that we thought was real, that is the stuff that's like right. not real. <laughs> the so stuff that it's pretty much a, a deprogramming. That's yes, really what it is. You're no, you're no longer a robot. You're no longer yes. doing what you were taught to do since you yes. were younger. That's a perfect word for it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to something else you you were talking about accomplishments and how we kind of downplay with the little steps. So what's something you accomplished in the past that you're proud of? Give yourself the flowers, girl. Give it to them. Yes, okay. I'm proud of being a yoga teacher. I am especially proud of that. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of, um, I now have a week, I launched my, um, business, you know, to be able to be booked for private yoga yes. sessions. I'm proud of that. Um, I have a weekly 
I have a weekly client now where I do yoga and journaling. I'm very proud of that. Um, I've kept a plant alive for <laughs> one year. I'm very proud of that. Um, and um, what else? I'm I'm proud of a lot of things. I started a new book. I just finished a journal that um, I've been writing in since 2017. I finally wrote on the last page. Um, I've been more present with my family. Um, the COVID thing, you know, got me furloughed from my job, but I was ready to leave that job anyway. And exactly. I have not, I have not been, you know, I, it, anybody would always want more money, but I have mm-hmm. not been without at all. There you go. You know, um, yeah, I really see the, the deprogramming is not as bad as people think they are. So no, no, it's not bad. It's not like it's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about perspective. Because for me, anything is accomplishment. Like the example I always use is like when I'm running, when I'm about to soak in a bath. I'm grateful for the water. I'm grateful for the tub. I'm grateful for the Epsom salt that I put in the water. Because, you know, it's like all of those things is where the magic is, you know? Mm -hmm. That's where the magic is. So, like, I'm all about giving grace and flowers. Now, I also, I know, I was listening to a podcast, um, funny enough, before this, um, about imposter syndrome. And that's a part of the reason why I'm all about grace and flowers, because that's something that I struggle with, too, like feeling like I don't deserve to be in the room or feeling like I don't know what I'm talking about. So I got to counter that with the reasons why I do deserve to be in the room. You know, it's like a constant, like, conversation with myself. No, no, right, do man. no, you do that, you know. <laughs> hold on, hold on. How long have I been talking about coming on the show? You think I'm just picking random people? No, no. You're so you're supposed to be in the room, sweetie. Let's let's no. be very clear. Yeah, no, I know that I'm supposed to be in the room, but it's just quieting that mental chatter, you know, mm-hmm. that comes up, you know, which is which is another reason why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, because I experience anxiety, I experience, you know, imposter syndrome. I experience all those things, and it's just like come it's like using what you have to combat those things, to remind you of the truth. Because I know that that's not the truth, but that doesn't stop them from coming up, you know? Right. It's so that you- mental prison. That's what I tell people. The only person that can release you from that mental prison is yourself. Yeah. You have the key. It's in your back pocket. Yeah. You just have to reach back there and get it. <laughs> which is both empowering and daunting. Because right. for so long, we have been like, relying on other people to like validate us validate us right no like this is your responsibility you Mm -hmm. like it's your life like i can Mm -hmm. do it and then on the other end you're like whoa but can i wait (laughs) 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 definitely understandable okay so the next question is if you could receive an unrestricted unlimited grant to complete one project one what would that project be Ooh. Oh, that question is so divine, and it um, really is accountability. <laughs> it's holding me accountable for submitting yeah. the application for a grant that's due today that I've been known that was due. But See? anyway, <laughs> mm. if I got a grant to complete a project, what would that project be? Let me let me speak this into unrestricted, it. unlimited, unrestricted, and unlimited. 
Um, what would I do? What would I want to do? Um, you know, I would. I would want to create um, a full meditative experience. I would want to. I would want to lead. What's what's coming up in my head is like I'm at I'm on this big I'm on this big stage outside and it's a bunch of people in the audience and we're mm-hmm. we're doing we're doing breath work okay. and then we are moving through we're creating affirmations and we're we're journaling. I um have my own line of journals that I donate to everyone that comes. Um, I have a friend who is um, facilitating a sound bowl meditation for everyone. And then I have vendors there who um, are in alignment with, you know, what I'm about. Like, and I'm just thinking about the friends that I have in my community right now, like waste beads, card readings, sage sticks, um, Mm -hmm. music. Um, vegan, healthy food, um, and we would do. I'd be facilitating yoga to them on this big stage. Oh my gosh, it's so much. I'm kind of getting overwhelmed with thinking about it all. But <laughs> you can put a pin in it, girl. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for helping me get that started. <laughs> Go write that down. Make it real. Okay, so. Think of someone who cares deeply for you. Mm-hmm. What what would they say your purpose is? They would say that my purpose is to um, to heal and be a light with my words. Well, with just my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I would like say. That. They would definitely say that. Speaking of your voice, <clears throat> you knew you knew I was gonna bring this up. <laughs> so, are you still singing, girl? What's key with that? Because I remember back in two thousand ten, the TV that came out that I was jamming everywhere. I remember letting my dad listen. It was like, who was this? That's like, oh, that's my friend from Jeff Houston. You know. So, Ooh. what's up with that? You are getting me together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, I don't know what's happening with it, but something is happening. Um, something is happening. I think. I think once I started like really, really getting into positive self talk and journaling and stuff, it was like I always thought I was gonna be a singer, but to a fault though. Like I always thought that that was my only one thing that I could do. And so once mm-hmm. once positive self-talk and journaling and all these other creative things opened up, I kind of like put singing on the back burner, but I was always surrounded by music and I still love and enjoy music. So, um, you know, I don't know. I have a couple ideas. There's um, this other Black-owned business in Houston and she has monthly open mic nights. And I've been, okay. everyone she has, one of my best friends, he sends me the flyer just to like hold me accountable like you gonna mm-hmm. do it this month okay no okay you're gonna do it this month you know so that is in my that's in my radar um 
But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay. I, I, I'll step back. I, look, Steve no, just told me to throw a couple of things that. at you. I was gonna, I was gonna do it because thank she has a great voice, that. y'all. Beautiful voice. Thank you. Okay, so how do you want to make others feel? Um, I want to make others feel welcome. I want to make others feel um, loved and supported. Um, I want to make them feel good. I want to make them feel confident. I want to make them feel like they um, just have a right to show up as exactly who they are. That's beautiful. That's part of your light that you're supposed to be sharing. Yeah, because I always (laughs) felt like I've been good at getting people, bringing people together. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Always bringing people together or being like the plug. Like my friend, she just went to get a massage from this girl. And I be, one eye, when I receive a service from someone or I use a product and I stand for it, I literally will go so hard for Mm -hmm. them to other people. Um, same child even when they don't be supporting themselves i'm like no you remember you used to do that so yeah 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 i'm sending people your way (laughs) yes yes thank you okay (laughs) so um what would you say is memorable about you um what's memorable about me my little smile (laughs) it is a beautiful smile y'all it is memorable um I think so, yeah. Because I could say my spirit, which I also think is memorable, and I think it shines the most through that, through my smile or my laughing and whatever, because I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so last question. I feel like I just put you in the burner, girl. I have you in the oven. But um... You got me in the <laughs> oven. I'm cooked, okay? <laughs> I am cooked and ready to be served. <laughs> okay, so if money wasn't an issue, what would you be doing with your time? Oh, if money wasn't an issue, I would be... If money wasn't an issue... I would invest in a lot of um, holistic practices and holistic medicines um, to maintain my body and my my mind, spirit, and body, all that health. I would be um, I would be eating like the best of the best food, mm-hmm. like really really learning what foods are best for me and eating that I would have a million plants <laughs> <laughs> hey I you already you let one survive for a whole year so hey, yes, they, they want would, some siblings they need some plant brothers and sisters they need some it's like okay but they, <laughs> they need to trust that I can take care of <laughs> I would be getting um Because another thing that I've experienced over this time is like, you know, how people get like massages or they go to the spa and they get facials and stuff like that. And that stuff is kind of seen like as a luxury, but really it's it's maintenance, you know? That's all it is. It's just like getting your nails and hair done. Yes. And it should be accessible um, to everyone. It really should. Because like, Getting a massage, especially black people, we are so tensed mm-hmm. up and stressed out. All the time. Yes. And we carry that. And it and it comes mm-hmm. out 
it comes out in so many different ways. Like I would get a massage and a facial once a week, really. Mm-hmm. And I would be, and I would be trying to like offer that to, to other people, to other people around me. I will always be patronizing my friends, businesses, whatever they would be doing. Um, I would have a yoga studio of my own and it would be a space to do anything, yoga, events, mm-hmm. whatever. I'd be traveling, you know. Um, if money wasn't an issue, I would be calm enough to not be scared of flying. <laughs> you scared of flying, Ray? Uh, <laughs> after this last little flight I took the other day, I'm not as scared as I was, but it's not my favorite thing to do. I will say that. Yeah, I'm scared of heights, but I'd love to jump on a flight. Really? You don't, the turbulence doesn't bother you? When I'm on a jet, yes. Um, but other than that, I, I'll end up um, landing like for, for whatever reason, whatever it lands. I just tense up. But other than that, that I, my I love favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we made it. <laughs> right. I don't even yeah. celebrate a trip or anything until I land. I don't even talk about it. So I'm like, look. No. Hey. <laughs> well, that's all I had for you. Oh, it was so great to catch up with you. Yes, I didn't know you were in Dallas. Thank you for staying on top of me to get this this interview because it it was much much needed. You know, you really held me accountable. For that's real, what I'm here for. Yes, you're doing a great job. <laughs> I appreciate it, but yes. I'm gonna text you. Uh, I need to get some of that information from. Um, from what the things you were talking about, the awakening and big, I want to get their information just so I can shout them out as well. Okay. All right, but thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for um, for having me. I'm really grateful. All right, I'll talk to you later. We'll be right back, guys. All righty, bye. Bye.